Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Back to the Window with Scott and Scott Tuesday edition. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together we make up this little shizoo every day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern. I know Scott's excited to get the show started just so I'll stop playing country music. Just, uh, just not your dan- just not your jam, is it, buddy? Uh, not quite. Okay. All right. That's, uh, I like to be well-rounded. I like to take in all, all forms of music and, uh, play a little country. I'm trying to broaden your horizons, young fella. I appreciate that. How'd your day go yesterday? Not great. I mean, I won my play today, so it could have been worse, but yeah, the Miami heat kicked my ass. Oh God. Really not much more to add. You know, I got him on the money line. Yep. About minus two ten. Sure. Philly's missing basically everybody, and Miami decided to, I don't know, punt the fourth quarter. It, it was just the game that was close throughout for no reason, and then Maxie took over the game late. Miami lost. Yeah, we lost that uh, We lost that on a professional basis. We lost that on a personal basis, well into the f- uh, four digits between the two of us on that game. So, uh, yeah, but the rest of my picks went about the same way. I, I just NBA was just terrible. I had... Uh, I, I faded Portland, uh, and they ended up uh, being without Josh Hart, even. And yeah, that game was never. I mean, you needed there. Detroit. What's that? I mean, you needed Detroit. I needed Detroit. I faded Portland. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you said you needed Portland. So no, I said I, I faded Portland. Okay. Anyway, uh, we'll say give some shout outs to the folks that are here. Big X in the house, of course. T Train checking in. What's up, T? Zach Vaughn, awful NBA uh, day for Zach yesterday. Uh, welcome to the club, buddy. There's still plenty of room in the boat. Uh, Magellan Sports has some great tennis in South Florida going on. There you go. We might even uh, talk about one of those here in a minute, huh, Scott? Yep. And at least Troy Terry scored yesterday, plus one in 78. Well, that was four NBA. Yeah, it was brutal. Brutal NBA game. What's up, Ninja. Ninja, I saw, I saw Ninja last night when I did, when I did my video. So, uh, yeah, don't forget, I'm doing those live now. If you guys are up late, you see that come across, it really is me. So check in and say, hey, what's up? Yeah. All right, Scott, I'm pretty excited. I want to talk about uh, what's going on here at the Max Wagers Network. Of course, we want you guys to like and subscribe. Please do that. Please give us a thumbs up. If you're watching us, you dig what we're doing, uh, if having a little fun, even just uh, give us that thumbs up. Of course, get subscribed to our, not just our YouTube channel, Winners and Winers, but the Max Wagers YouTube channel as well. And speaking of Max Wagers Network shot, you know, they did the the bracket contest, had real good response to that. I know it's still going on. A lot of people already set theirs on fire like I did. But uh, we're doing another cool thing for quarterfinal weekend. It's actually going to be for the Elite Eight is when it'll start. $10,000 first prize. Got $10,000. It's going to be a free-to-play game, uh, and you're going to basically just answer 15 questions about the round of eight. It's going to test your handicapping skills. It's going to be asking you which side ATS you're taking over under the total and some various player props, just like betting with no risk at all. Of course, it's legal in all 50 states because one of the three things to make gambling illegal, you have to put something of value on the line. You are putting nothing of value on the line except your time. No no money or remuneration is required from you. Of course, you must be 21 to play. $10,000 jackpot. If anybody goes 15 for 15, if they don't, it's going to be $1,000 for first prize and some various prizes, uh, cash prizes as well for uh, some other places going on there. And and just like we did with our bracket contest, 
Anybody that enters gets the a free Sweet 16 betting guide. Uh, the expert handicappers over there at Winners and Winders. Uh, putting that together right now is, once again, 100% free. And, uh, yeah, so all the information, all the links, they're all in the show description. It's a long show description today, but I put this kind of right at the beginning so you guys can find it. So there you go. What's up, King Me? Scott, any, I, and anybody want to guess what Scott's first question was when I we talked about the contest? I'm, 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 they're they're going to get it, Scott. Tell them what the first question was. Can I participate? Can Scott participate? That's right. That's right. Scott wanted to know. Uh, tried to throw you guys a bone yesterday on women's hoops. Uh, had the rocking chair. What you you didn't have you didn't have UConn, did you? Because UConn didn't cover. No, you said North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Okay. North Carolina killed Arizona, from what I remember. Yeah. Should have taken the bone, Scott. You passing up bones again? Um. Well, my play of the day won easily. So what was I your what, what was your play of the day? Entirely. Remind us. I had Garland over nine half assists. He had seventeen. No, very good, very good. I uh, uh, took the. Uh, I did not do as well on my play of the day. That's what I, that's what I'm saying to you. We had. Uh, Didn't matter anyway. The Heat killed my entire profit from the bet anyway. So who cares? Yep. Well, that's yeah. That's a great point. I had the I had the Detroit as my play of the day, fading that Portland team. Unbelievable. Yeah. Renzo Brothers, uh, are we taking a over 153? Yes, we are. That was a better number than I expected. Uh, I thought with their performance yesterday, they might bump that 154.5 up a little bit, but they didn't because, uh, um, of course... They're expecting Wilmington to probably slow it. That's I'm what I'm saying. Wil can't. Wilmington's slower, a little bit slower than Asheville. I don't care. Um, Northern Colorado seems going to come out and shoot threes, and that's what they do. Uh, I love that 153.5. Yep. Uh, T-Train says uh, the uh, play of the day for him is the Virginia St. Bonnie's under 125 beat a line moves now 123 and a half. We may have something to say about that later on. Um, stay tuned for that. So, you know what, Scott? We got a lot to talk about today. So let's uh, let's get right to it. Let's find out a little bit about what happened yesterday. As uh, Jethro Tull said, we're going to be living in the past for the next couple of minutes. It is the Tuesday edition of the people that took it in the shorts or the people that took it to the bank. You know who you are because you're either happy or you're very sad. And uh, you may feel that need to pull out your phone and call the cops. All righty then. Let's get started in the aforementioned NCAA. As if you had Drake... On the money line. Love the Drake, Scott. Minus 315 against Wilmington. Drake up by 21 with just over 12 minutes left. Uh, Wilmington closed it out, my friend. 35, excuse me, 37-15 run. That's plus 22. Hey, that's more than 21. Drake ends up losing by a single digit. Yikes. If you were laying big wood there with the Drake Bulldogs, sorry, man. You got to call them cops. And looking at tennis, oh. you know, it, was a pretty, it was a slow day in sports when we're going to tennis for call the cops. But if you had Albert on the money line against Kukushkin. Oh, that had fucking Kukushkin. Kukushkin, eh, decent player from Kazakhstan. But either way, uh, Albert won the first set, had double match point in the second set tiebreaker. Unfortunately, he won none of those points and then lost the tie break. And then when you go to the third set, you know that he's not going to come back. Albert lost the match in, in three. Oh, uh, and if you had Deportivo, you know that song? 
No. The Despacito song? Des Despacito and Deportivo were two different words. Uh, that's very true. There we go. All right. If you had Deportivo, Cali, on the money line against Atletico Nacional, they led 3-2 to two in the 84th minute. They had a penalty kick. They missed the penalty kick. What? Well, let's give Atletico a penalty kick, shall we? Well, sure, because they know how to make them. They made it, tied it up 3-3. You know the drill. A tie is a loss unless you have DNB. I learned that phrase, betting soccer. But if you didn't, you had them on the money line. You, my friend, took a hard luck loss, and you got to call them cops. It's a shame when your team misses a penalty kick and then gives up a penalty kick about seven minutes later. Brutal. <laughs> you lose the bet. Just absolutely brutal. Ah, oh, Despacito, what are you doing? Well, there was some good news out there, Scott. Uh, we Not for us. We weren't here, but uh, uh, you know who you were. You keep, keep, your, keep your excitement uh, on the DL. We don't want to hear it today. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Always celebrate your wins. But there were some wins out there, Scott, and these were the people that were on the right side of history. These were the people that had the winning ticket and just kicking back in the rocking chair. So, first one's going to be in basketball. If you had the Trailblazers plus a nine and a half against the Pistons, they led by 15 at the half. Need a two and a half point line move, Scott. Yeah, I mean, you can throw it right in the CLB mm, trash. There it is. Because uh, the Trailblazers ended up blowing the lead. They held on just a little bit to win, but the cover was never in doubt. Mm, mm. If you had the Pelicans Hornets under 236. Uh, three quarters had less than 52, Scott. That's, uh, that's a, usually a good sign when you're playing under in the NBA. And it was last night as well. As that game landed 209, really, as much as an under can be, this one was never in doubt. And the last one, if you had Middle Tennessee State minus five against Boston, I know both of us like Middle Tennessee State in that one. They led by 14 at half, and they won by 30. Yep, cover machines are the Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders. So, of course, we're not taking them today. Yep. <laughs> we talked about it a little bit for the farm. Wasn't an easy farm today for us. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Today was a struggle farm. And well, not, there's not many games. That's well, that's part of the problem. Is kind of a uh, what do you have? Three college games and three, four pro games. Yeah, four programs. I want to say that there are four college games. Question mark. Is there four? Yeah, it might be four. All right. So there you go. Well, let's check in. See what's up with the uh, comments. Uh, time travel likes the coyotes, the coyotes. Uh, I might be driven to hockey, Scott. That's 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 uh, how the week's gone so far. Um, they have to be playing Seattle. That's all I can say. Are they? Yes, they are. Anytime I see, anytime I see somebody taking Arizona minus one ten, I know they have to be playing the Kraken. Yeah, that kind of means there's only like one or two teams. You could argue maybe the Canadians, but they've played better. I was gonna say in they've the second half played not good. No, but. but they're better than the Kraken, right? Yeah, I'd I'd see their Coyotes are past. They're two and zero in the head to head. I'd go with the over. Both teams don't really stop the other team from scoring, and you're looking at a situation where the first two meetings landed seven and nine. I think you'll see some goals here. Arizona scored five goals exactly in each of those meetings. I don't mind a team total over either. Yeah, that's that's a solid play. Hey, good to see David Good in the house. I haven't seen David for a couple of days. Good to see him back in the fold. The NBA is rigged. I don't know. 
You're the time traveler. Shouldn't you know the answer to that? <laughs> he said, well, he said he didn't say it might be. He said it is. So That is true. He might have documentation. He's come from the future where it's all been laid out. So uh, let it land 124. We both hit a ship. Somebody else talking about Jazz blew it. Yeah, take your pick about the, which NBA team uh, screwed you the worst. Oh, I've been playing golf. There you go. Bastard out there playing golf in Phoenix in March. Hey, the carrots checking in. Uh, they've been giving they've been giving me a hard time about my hair, Scott. Claiming it's a claiming it's a rug. And of course, I, carrots. A, you know, you know, carrot. He's, he is who he is. But uh, uh, Mike Tran says you two guys picked on Miami the Heat yesterday. It sucks. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for stopping you mean by. Weird? Do you mean or do you mean Miami? Could be both. Why not both? both? I don't know. What's up, Tim? Miami's screwed us the most. Uh, for me, it was kind of a uh, it was kind of a toss up between Miami and Portland. Um, so yeah, but they both they both hit his hit his bat. Um, I was decent everywhere else. Just Miami, I kind of loaded up on because I mean, duh, how are you not going to load up on that? And Miami basically played with their food the entire game. Yeah, so much so that the turned out to be food poisoner. And it was well, very nice. That's out. Thank you. That's a nice pull. And you know the thing is. After we got off the air, like right after we got off the air, they announced Harden was out. When we yeah, were... we got it when it was supposed to just be Embiid being out. And the truth is, I kind of wanted Harden to play. Right. Like, I kind of did because he's been injured. I figured he wouldn't guard anybody. I kind of just thought he would go through the motions. And I guess the 76ers just played inspired basketball, as cliche as that sounds. That's what I was telling you in the pre-show. Like, finally, they got rid of that dead weight Harden and Embiid. They could play some fucking basketball. About time. Maxie's getting the ball, and he's like, really? I haven't touched this thing in what? months. I remember this from college. This is, oh, yeah. this is cool. Corkmus is actually, like, getting a couple of shots off. Like, I never got the ball. Just, you know, it happens. All the sports in Vegas is all setting up by Vegas. Man. All right. If you're going to use all caps, you got to be able to put a sentence together. That's all I ask. We don't ask a lot around here, but we do have a couple of rules. And one of them is just have a nodding acquaintance with syntax, something. Uh, all I know is that people oh, say that sports are rigged or the gambling. What I don't buy it. You know, whatever. It takes, it, too, it takes too many people and too many people would have to shut up about it. It's asking what's more realistic, that the game was rigged or that the Heat just decided to look past their opponent because they thought they'd have an easy win. Now, assuming I, the latter. I will say this. By the way, Tim Earl said he got it at Pickham before Embiid and Harden. So, Tim, you, you got to feel smart twice. Scott and I got to feel like super smart just once when Harden was ruled out, but you got to feel smart twice. That's, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll make well, You were talking about CLV and how yeah. it didn't matter in the Portland game. I got the heat money line at minus 210 yep. after Harden was also ruled out. And every other book was minus 300. So, of course, I took the minus 210. Like, how was I not supposed to? Yeah. Now, I will I will say this about rigged games. Because as we saw with Tim Donaghy, on an individual basis and for individual officials, I would not discount the possibility. I've seen some questionable NFL things that, and I've obviously seen questionable things in other sports. Where you usually officiating. Usually officiating, where you absolutely scratch your head and go, yeah, you know, if I were a betting man, but as far as like some overriding umbrella organization that's behind 
big sports pulling the strings or Vegas control. I don't know, whatever the narrative you choose is. No, I don't believe that's possible. I think certain things could be manipulated for ratings, but those aren't actual outcomes. Those are like bracket reveals. When you have, by coincidence, Duke playing Michigan State in the second round, which had like 13 million viewers, like that was manipulated, but the actual outcome, not really. Yep. Uh, One-on-one is easy to fix, especially lower-level tennis tournaments. Oh, and there's definitely, there's been some questions, there's been some scandals in tennis, right, Scott, as far as fixing goes? Yeah, you've had people banned. I'm trying to remember who specifically. I know that there were rumors about Nelbandian, uh, who used to potentially fix max matches, who was top five in the world. Uh, I know that you had Souza, who I believed was suspended for a couple of years because of match fixing. That's Souza with a Z, not an S, so the Brazilian one, not the Portuguese one. Yeah, but course. yeah, you've had some scandals, some doubles teams, stuff like that in tennis. Okay. Very good. Um, Mike says, don't ever fade the Lakers. Don't do it, Scott. Were you thinking about doing it? Uh, against the Cavs last night, uh, truth is I liked LeBron over in pretty much every prop, and that pretty much hit. I didn't take triple-double, but I thought he'd play well. The only action I had in that game was Garland over nine half assists, and he had 17. So I did pretty well in that game. In case you're wondering... Uh, the Lakers are the sixth worst team against the number this season in the NBA. They're thirty and forty-two ATS. So, but Westbrook's been okay lately. I was actually doing a podcast this morning, and I was asking. I already knew my answer. I'm sure the guy I was with knew his answer too. But I asked just for the hell of it. <laughs> Is there any value on the Lakers to make the playoffs at like plus two ninety? Because no was the obvious play for the majority. The, of the actual years. playoffs, not the play-in. No, the actual playoff, okay. not the play-in. No is minus 385. I don't think you can take that now. Is there value on the buyback on the yes? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think there I don't is think either, I don't, but think I'm asking. An, I don't think there's enough room left. I really don't. Uh, all I know is I gave out the Lakers to miss the playoffs at like, hell, 5-1, to one, I believe. Like, second month of the season. Yep. Tony, I'm by wondering the, if it is buyback time. I don't know. Tony, by the way, that's the best ironic use of all caps that I've seen today. That's just excellent. GCT trains comment. Yeah. Uh, Tim Rose says fading the fakers is a full time job. They've been good to us. They, they, the Lakers. Been good. Yeah, they have. So. so the thing is, if you want to actually back the Lakers in a given game, don't just back the Lakers. Parlay it with LeBron over. Because mm-hmm. if they're going to win, LeBron's scoring at least like 32 points. That's very true. So just to recap on the bets you're talking about here, uh, the Lakers currently stand in ninth place. They are uh, 11. Ninth or 10th? They are ninth right now. They're, okay, so they passed New Orleans again. They're a game okay. ahead of the Pelicans, yep. They're 31 and 41. Pelicans are 30 and 42. They're, they're game up. That 9-10 is huge, though. What's that? That 9-10 is going to be huge, though, because if, if it's going to be a single elimination game, you know, for the loser that you win, you have to play two, but you want to be at home for that. I'm assuming that the Lakers would rather be in the crypto or arena than to be in new Orleans. How does that work? The, the seven plays, the 10, eight plays, the nine, the seven plays, the eight. Okay. The nine plays the 10. The loser of the seven, eight plays the winner of the nine, 10. Okay. And then that's it. 
Yeah. Okay. With so, the higher seed. Because oh, the, the seven eight they qualify they qualify automatically. Okay. And then the the winner of the seven eight qualifies automatically. Right. And then the lower seed has to win twice. Yeah. Okay. That's right. So the point is the Lakers, even though they will most likely be in that nine ten matchup, they'd rather be at home. I'm assuming than playing in New Orleans. My trance is I'm hitting seventeen parleys. Man, you ever turn? Well, the Mavericks, you know, did end up winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was close. I mean, they came from behind there. I, the one thing I don't understand about the game, which I mentioned on some podcasts this morning, how does Anthony Edwards play 38 minutes and only attempt 13 shots while Patrick Beverly attempts 10 shots? You let Beverly shoot the ball 10 times? Come uh, on, guys. Eight of them weren't playing, probably. I'm just saying, you got to let Edwards get at least 15 or shots or more. I mean, come on, man. John Doe says St. Bonaventure is going to destroy Virginia tonight. Destroy him, Scott. What do you think? Just I, I like Bonaventure. I mean, Virginia at home is very tricky. We're going to get into that game a bit later. But I expect it to be close. I was rooting for North Texas, though. Not going to lie. But Virginia found a way to pull it out. Yeah, that would have been... Uh, I, 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 like, I like that mean green team. I really do. Mm-hmm. There's something about them. They made us money. Yeah, I mean, the thing is... They screwed me in one of the first rounds because I had the under. They went to overtime against uh, – who the hell were they against? I don't even recall, but I remember that they came from behind and they won overtime. But, yeah, you know, it happens. They were still good to us as a whole. Yep, yep, they have been. Um, David Goodluck. Why can't I remember who they – Texas State. It was Texas State in the first round. Yes. THC is Rizzo's uh, Nuggets off back-to-back losses. They come out of the t- uh, and uh, they cu- they come out. In my opinion, Clippers pretty much stuck in the eight spots, not moving up or down. The Clippers have been just honestly terrible for the last week or so. Got killed by Utah with the no Mitchell and no Boyan by about thirty. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets have been bad too. The Nuggets are actually in the play-in game right now because Minnesota actually passed them. I actually like the Clippers plus the points. Uh, I've got updated stats that says Nuggets are a half game clear. Sorry, because Minnesota lost yesterday. Yeah, you're right. right. But the point is they were passed by, for a day. The Clippers have been close with this team three times. I uh, expect it to be a pretty physical game as it always is. Should be ugly. I like the under in that game, but I do think you'll end up seeing a competitive game throughout. Uh, I'm uh, I'm, en- I'm enjoying it. The, uh, the comment section. Patrick Tim's D- saying the Nuggets are in six. They were in seven for a day. Yeah. yeah. And t- then you t- ended up having... Timberwolves caught them. Uh, the, yeah, Timberwolves will lose yesterday to Dallas. What did you say about Virginia North Texas? Patrick Dunlap says they went to overtime. They did. They went to they overtime. They did. Yeah. I, I, was, I was saying that, well, Virginia ended up pulling it out in overtime. North Texas' first game also went to overtime against Texas State. I had the under in that one, and that one killed me. So North Texas had back-to-back overtime games in the tournament. Porter Jr. set to return to the lineup sometime this week. I did hear that. Um, well, I, they need him because apparently Murray's not coming back anytime soon. What the hell is up with that? I, was, I don't know it's a, what's, it's, if it's a matter of what's up with it. He's had a torn ACL, and it's taken him a while to come back. I mean, Lonzo had a setback the other day. I know Paul George started practicing again, like seven inches from the hoop, but at least he's on the court. Okay. You mm-hmm. know, Wiseman had a setback. You never know. Right. Especially with guys who are, let's just say, injury prone. Yeah. Well, that's regard to Porter. So I'm still going to wait and see if he's actually coming back or not.
But off a serious ACL injury, I'm not going to criticize Murray for taking a while to come back. Hell, I Jonathan Isaac hasn't come back in like two years from an ACL injury. You know, they each recover at their own pace, and we'll see what happens. All right, let's talk a little hockey. We haven't done hockey in a while. Um, yeah, because the Islanders stink. Yeah, Islanders. I don't understand. Quick rant, by the way. Okay. Trade deadline was yesterday. Yep. The Islanders scratched Clutterbuck and Green before the Philly game about two days ago. Right? So they scratched them. And you assume they're going to be traded. Neither of them were traded. Why did you scratch them against Philly if you weren't going to trade them? What is happening? What are you doing? I don't know. That's I. We were. I was talking to my son about the same thing. What I, I didn't really understand that. Also with the Coyotes, how the hell do you not trade Phil Kessel? Like, yeah. what are you doing? It's like the Rockies holding on to Trevor to, to a story right around the trade deadline. Like, no, you have to trade him. They should have. They just kept him. I I don't know what I don't know what you know the stories of Arizona, but whatever, just didn't make any sense. Like a little money line spin on the the Blues, plus one thirty against the against Blues the, are a solid team against the I Caps. Mean, Caps have been, of course, ridiculous on the power play because Ovechkin scores pretty much every day at this point. I don't hate it if you think that the Blues can actually keep themselves out of the penalty box. I mean, they won the first regular season meeting five to one. Right. That was in January. So Play, I don't know what you can read into from that. Playing bad hockey lately. I, I just I just wonder if there's a little recency bias if we get a little uh we get a little buyback there on this team that hasn't been playing well. They've the not been week or so. good recently. I know Tarasenko's been battling a bit of an injury, so that's a bit concerning there. Uh I think it's gonna be coyotes or pat it's gonna be some not coyotes. It's gonna be capitals or pass for me. I'm not gonna play it though. It's really tough for me to like the Blues without Tarasenko on the road. I don't mind an over there, too, but once again, you're missing Tarasenko. That hurts on the Blues power play. I think it's Capitals are pass. Blues have lost three in a row. Okay. Tim Earl says Sabres for the Cup. Funny guy, that Tim Earl. Uh, I'm trying to think of like, like a solo cup. Like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? Are they going to the store? They're buying like the bulk set of red solo cups? I don't know. Don't you make me? You know, you're Buffalo fans, man. Um, I mean, I respect them for being committed to the team, but I mean, that team hasn't been relevant since when Ryan Miller was the goalie, like a decade and a half ago. It seems that seems about right. Yeah, I think I Tony. I think that's about. It's about time. Um, I agree. I think it's. Uh, I think it's time for the airlock, Scott. What do you think? The truth is, I don't really care. Okay, you're done. That's all. Thanks for stopping by, Mike. Again, I can, I can, I can take the, I can take the occasional insult, but the just the nonsensical all cap shit, I can't do it. I can't Fair do enough. it. Yep. Truth is, I, I was kind of just immune to all the random chirping, so whatever. Um. Yeah. Let me get one of your chick. Oh, carrot. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> Super sly. Uh. He done. It's a, it's an into the airlock, and he's uh, he's been released to, to the world. Anything else in the NHL card you like, Scott? Well, the Islanders are playing the Senators. I do like the Islanders tonight. I know they're laying about two ten, but Ottawa. I mean, damn, this team's awful. Islanders had a bad showing against Philly, and they'll bounce back. They were doing decently before that, but Ottawa, they've been bad all year long. But you can go through the recent numbers here. 
They've lost four of five. They've been giving up goals at will. Yeah, they're bleeding. They've given up bleeding goals. What? They're bleeding goals. They've given up at least four goals in four of the last five. They can't really score either. It seems like a good spot for the Islanders to try to bounce back after that no-show against Philly. And the Islanders win pretty handily. Tim says at the beginning of the season, I put a dollar on Buffalo uh, Stanley Cup at 66 to 1. Best dollar I've ever spent. Uh, 50 cents to annoy Nick Collier. 50 cents to annoy Lenny. <laughs> That's excellent. By the way, make sure you check out uh, Tim and his brother Nick, as well as uh, Detroit Lenny doing their thing every day at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, game time decision. I always say game time decisions, but it's not. Super slight, easy come, easy go. Yeah, you're right, buddy. Um, I wheel, I wield my power with an iron fist. Chris Lyons stopping by. Uh, Chris last night he got tired of just saying I lose. He just said, you know, you know the drill. <laughs> uh, Northern Colorado is around one fifty two and a half. Yep, I agree, man. Uh, dude, do you see the why the undermoney's coming in there, Scott? I'm assuming that they're expecting a little bit of tightness maybe because of how deep they are in the tournament, but it's mostly Wilmington. I'm assuming that they expect Wilmington to avoid pushing the pace and they hope that bad shooting will dictate the rest. And the premise, I guess, was there in the Asheville game. The issue is that Northern Colorado ran after about the 10-minute mark and Asheville said, okay, and then what do you know? Northern Colorado won the game because I don't know why Asheville decided to run with them. Asheville, fantastic. Top 10 defense against the th against the threes. They're 10th in the country, giving up just 5.3 three-pointers a game. Fourth in the country in three-point percentage. And I'm assuming Northern Colorado lit it up. 14 for 31, dude. So they just, they torched them. So in Wilmington, not nearly as good against the three as Asheville is. So yeah. I still like that play. I know that. I know that seems like sharp money driving it under. Maybe it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig in my heels and say we're, I'm still on the over. Scott, you see an under, you see an underpath there. I'm just going with Wilmington. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I mean Wilmington. I know they burned us in the conference title game, but they've been so good the entire year to us. Bill McDonald wants to know if we like. Yeah, they have. They speaking of another team that's been good to us, not necessarily on the total of this uh, Middle Tennessee State Abilene Christian asking about the total. Uh, 139 is the number there, Scott. Um, it's tricky because Abilene forces so many turnovers, but that's really all they do. Well, so, I'll tell you the part that, that kept us away from this and making it a farm play because we looked at it. Um, the problem is Middle Tennessee State's leading scorer, Josh Jefferson, is questionable for this game. So, yeah. without that very valuable piece of information, we didn't think we could make it. We could make a solid play. You know, it's not like when we know people are going to be hurt, like Embiid and in uh, uh, James Harden, where we absolutely load up on. We the didn't other even side. know Harden. No, we didn't know Harden. I know. Um, I think I'm, I think based on the injury question mark, if you were betting it right now, you'd have to take the under. You know, I look at this Ohio team, and this is an Ohio team that had been a, a cash cow uh, for road games. Both neutral. Yeah, you fade them. You 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 you, you fade them and you, and you play the under, and that did not happen last night as they went nuts from three for about. They lost, 10 minutes but of the they game. went over. Oh yeah, yeah, it did. Um, so, as far as that goes, you know, I'm I'm probably leaning over in this game if Jefferson plays. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. 
I think it's one of those spots where if you were betting it now, you'd bet the under because you're assuming the best player on Middle Tennessee is not going to play. But I have noticed that too, Lawrence, uh, discussing how many overs there have been in the smaller tournaments. It does seem that way, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. And, and it's so, surprising that's not usually the way. Well, the home and home. the home. The there's home... also been some overtime games which have helped inflate those. But yeah, for the most part, I don't know if it's scramble points or whatever, but there has been a decent amount of overs in these tournaments. Right, right. And the CBI, they're moving. They're in Florida now. So yeah. Daytona. Asheville is a beautiful city. Yes, Asheville is a very fucking beautiful city right there in the mountains of North Carolina. Uh, I got some very good friends of mine that teach college there and uh, been through there a few times. A lot of hippies. A lot of hippies in Asheville, Scott. It's a, it's a, there's a, apparently hobos too, according to Carrot. There's a, uh, <laughs> there's a very, there's like a line and there's, you got like the hippies on one side and then you've got all the North Carolina rural people on the other side. There's not, I a do have a question ground. though for yes. you and for Carrot. Yes. Are there actually good bar bands? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, I don't think I've ever seen one in person. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you would go see a bar band play. I don't know. I feel like anytime I've actually walked into a random bar and they have a band there, it's usually because they can't get anywhere else. Well, they're starting out usually, Scott. That's what I'm saying. So usually, at least in my experience, I haven't really bumped into many good startup bands. Okay. No. For me. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'm sure you've been in a lot more bars than I have though. So. I'll send you some stuff. Maybe, I mean, and, you know, maybe I'm uh, a little bit prejudiced because I played in one of those shitty bar bands. So, uh, I didn't say your band was bad. I'm just saying from the ones I've experienced, they've really not been too good. You want to get involved with this Bonaventure team going up against going up against Virginia? Uh, somebody's asking us about the side. Austin has good. Yeah, they do. Austin has Austin has fantastic bar bands, but there's others. Minneapolis has a great bar band scene. So does Denver. I'm not saying that it's a myth. I'm saying that I haven't seen it. All right. Well. You got to leave your room first. That is true. So here's how the bar bands are in Brooklyn, Virginia. Uh, I would imagine there's a few good bands in New York, Scott. That's that's yeah, that's that's, that's my hunch. Uh, take the ferry and go to Toads in New Haven, Connecticut. There you okay. go. I'll keep that in mind. All right, there you go. Or um, New Haven is good pizza too. So Virginia was a dog against North Texas. Of course, that was a home game for North Texas. This is going to be played in Charlottesville. Virginia laying three and a half. Is that a little strong against the pretty damn good Bonaventure team? So I, I am just going to ask about some takeaways potentially. Does it matter to you that the ACC's actually been pretty good in the NCAA tournament? And does that trickle down to the minor ones or is that completely non-related? No, I think it's, I think it absolutely has to be related. Don't you? Because of you. I think it does. Cause if you struggle in conference play and it turns out the conference was actually pretty good then maybe your bad record doesn't look as bad. Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. Yeah, some of those losses don't look nearly as bad. Uh, Ziwa Carter playing uh, NBA dog parlay. <laughs> Dude, you're day late. <laughs> Hopefully it wins tonight too. But you got the Magic Knicks, Clips, and the Bulls. Pays uh, 11.57. Uh, that's a ninja suggestion. All right. I would potentially pump <laughs> the brakes on the Bulls because Levine might not play. I know Middleton's out. Yep. For Milwaukee, so if Levine goes, I don't mind that. Yep. Also, a reminder that Julius Randle's not playing for the Knicks. Right. Could be good or bad because most Knicks fans hate Julius Randle, but just throwing it out there. That was also a uh, farm contender for us as well. Uh, best pizza in the country? Try Sally's in uh, Worcester. Uh, I have heard that New Haven is really good pizza. Is that the one where they have like the 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 white pizza? Is that the the one place where they've got like the with the clams and shit? 
They might. I don't know. Totino's the best pizza. I don't know why we haven't sent Kara to the airlock. I, I just because he amuses me. It's uh <laughs> it's fun. Um, so Bonnie, you like them or not, Scott? Is this um, with the ACC being better than you thought? Does that mean Virginia's better than you thought? Does that mean you're laying the three and a half? I like Bonaventure, but it's tough to beat an ACC team at home. If it was a neutral, I'd probably make a case. But I think I'm just staying away from the side. All right. Uh, I'll take a small lean on the Bonnies. I think three and a half might be just a tick strong. Uh, but I think that's a, it's a pretty damn close line. Uh, Bill asking about the Winnipeg J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets against Vegas. I do want to segue on that game just quickly. I know that the question was about who's going to win this particular game. Mm-hmm. What happened to Vegas? They're completely in free fall. Yeah, they've uh, they have not played well. They've lost uh, what six of their last eight, and it's not good. No, it's not not good at all. And it's not. I feel necessarily... like since they acquired Eichel, they've really been struggling. Yeah, I, again, man, I'm not sure I want to lay that much against against Vegas. Um, I would consider regulation. Yeah, I think I think you'd almost have to, right? You're gonna you lay one seventy in the face of Vegas, even if they have you know a little loss. They haven't been scoring, Scott. They, this is a team that's a uh... well. That's the point. They haven't been scoring, but of course, the main acquisition was that they ended up getting Eichel. Right. They also lost Tuck. I was a big fan of Tuck. I thought Tuck was a good player. Inventor of the Tuck rule, right? Uh, not quite. That was uh NFL referees with Brady, but. That's right. Tuck, I was a big fan of. I thought he was very good. Eichel, of course, has upside, and we know that his playmaking on the power play is important. He also seems to be a bit of a diva, and I'm not sure if he actually plays any defense. I know that he had injuries in Buffalo, and the medical staff screwed him over, and you couldn't tell how good he was because of how awful the supporting cast was. Are we sure Eichel's actually a winning hockey player? Because I don't think he is. I don't know, man. This is a, they've lost six straight on the road. I'm. I can't. I. Despite the fact it's Vegas, they've apparently got some problems. So yeah. I'm staying away. I'll. I'll take the Jets in reg. Yeah, of course. Super. So I mentioned the points of no stone, no Pacioretty, but Vegas still has some weapons. Uh, Eichel, you traded for because you hoped that he'd be able to, at least, limit the damage of being without two of your best guys. Eichel just really hasn't done that. Yep, agreed. Uh, we talked. Uh, we have talked about the uh, Tampa Bay getting uh, even money. Carolina, a little bit of a favorite there. Where are you at on the uh, on the Lightning? I think that's going to be a really good game. Uh, they're both really, really good. I actually like the under in this game. They played the first the first game they played back in November. Game ended two to one in overtime. We know Vasilevsky's great. Frederick Anderson, really, really good this year. Yeah. Really turned back the clock, 30 and 30, 10 and 2 goals against average of 206, 928 save percentage. He's not going to win the Vezina, but shout out to him. He's been great this year. So I like the goalies. I expect this game to be pretty close. You're looking at the standings, and Tampa's one point out of Toronto, Carolina's three points ahead of the Rangers. The game means something to both teams. I see a bit of a war between two elite Eastern Conference teams. I'll lean to the under. Okay, very good. Uh, Bronco Devil says, Reichel was three when the tuck rule happened, and he bet on the Raiders. <laughs> Just not right, man. Not right, man. 
Were you uh, were you fading Brady there, buddy? Were you fading Brady at three? Well, the Jets fans, of course, are connected to Brady, not because of division, but because we're the team that injured Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, that's right. So there you go. It's our fault. Well, you know, the Chiefs, they killed themselves because they're the ones that injured Tom Brady in the first game of the season, and then Matt Castle came in, had a great season. The Chiefs said, oh, my God, this Castle guy, he's good. And then we traded for him, and that was pretty much four fucking lost years. So I still remember that the Jets beat the Patriots, I think it was Thursday night, to go to like 9-4 and four on the season. Right. And I thought we were cruising. We had Favre, we were going to make the playoffs, and then I think we lost the last three games, and we absolutely just missed out on everything. Yep, absolutely. By the way, I, I can't remember who it was. Somebody doing the, uh, when you're a Jets, you're a Jet. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet for life. You know what that's from? Isn't that from uh, West Side Story? Yeah. Yeah, West Side Story. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Look at that. I'm culture. Look at that culture. Look at that culture, man. Uh, I'm still mad about that damn tuck rule. They invented a rule just for Brady. Uh, Super Sly, that was pretty much a harbinger of things to come right there, my friend. Yeah. uh, They invented seemingly a lot of rules for for Brady. Whoever whoever I'm betting on, JC. um, Oh, uh, oh, Dave, which team is shooting like Ray Charles wearing sunglasses at night? <laughs> Whichever team I'm betting on, beautiful. We got we not only have great uh, handicappers, we have very funny handicappers as well. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. Anything else? Anything in the? Uh, uh, not really. No. Uh, just looking at the rest of the card. The NBA. It's going to be an interesting day. You only have four games, but you have some injuries to worry about in pretty much every single one of those games. <laughs> I'm looking at Orlando, actually, getting points at home against Golden State. Orlando's a terrible home team. They're awful. But do you really want to lay seven and a half with the Warriors with no step? I know. Probably not. Yeah, it's it's Orlando or pass for me for sure. Some excellent comments out here. Um, Zach says he's amazed you got the rest the West Side Story reference. I agree. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate. I, it. I was stunned. I would I would have made that a minus one forty dog, and uh, that would have cashed. Uh, T- plus one forty. I mean, well, yeah, plus one forty if you didn't or know. Minus one forty on the no. no one minus one forty on the no. Uh, T Train says Jimmy Hoffa's never missed a Jets or Giants game and didn't even have to pay a PSL. <laughs> didn't they redo the field and dig up the end zone? And he's not allegedly, there. but people prefer the folk story that his corpses in the end zone yeah yeah uh dave the italian let me know i don't defend you enough wasn't even aware you needed help for <laughs> i don't even know where that comes from royals or a's today royals it's preseason daryl it's, it's spring training man we know you know the drill <laughs> we're about we're about ready to take if we'd have been able to find starting pitchers today for for those for that game we were damn close to taking the royals we talked about it yesterday and we kind of laughed and went tee hee hee and then we found a really good NBA plane that fucking lost while the Royals went out and won. So, by the way, speaking of baseball, and I'm pretty sure we made an announcement on, about this, but before I forget, I'll, I'll say it again: we're doing our division breakdowns next uh, week. I know we did that last year; mm-hmm. we did pretty well. We'll go through win totals, we'll go through the division odds. So, stay tuned for that. Baseball season around the corner. Yeah, it's so if coming. You want our thoughts on some win totals? We will add a quote-unquote best bet for each division for the win totals. So we got you covered. Very good. Where can I get on total games one per year? Talking about baseball? For baseball, there's win totals on pretty much every sports book at this point. They right? should be up now, yeah. They, yeah, they should They should be starting to... They should pretty much all be up by now. 
um, as far as the win totals go. We'll talk about, I think we're going to cheat a little bit and do two at a time. So we'll break down both East, both Centrals, and both West. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, either way, the point is next week we should be starting our baseball breakdown. So get excited for that. I agree, David. 79 to 81 sounds exactly right. And I don't know what, I don't know what their win total is for this year. Um, we'll talk about it on the show, probably somewhere in this, I'm going to guess 74 and I'm going to guess 76 and a half. You think it's that high? You think 76 and a half? Uh, well, I mean, they got a decent farm system. So yeah. if you're expecting later on in the year when they call up the kids, if the, or if, even if they just manipulate service time for the kids, the fact that they actually have some guys who could come up midway through to actually help potentially win games, I think that should help, shouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Tim Merle likes Baltimore. Thank <laughs> God, dude. The Sabres, the Orioles. Come over to the Chiefs side, buddy. By the way. We got room uh, on the Chiefs Royals? bandwagon for you. Yeah. I said 76 and a half. It's 75 and a half. 75 and a half. That off the cuff. Well, and I said 74 and a half. So we're, we're right, yeah, in the, right in the middle. Right in the middle. I like the over. I like the over. I think I think this is the 500 year. I think I think David Good nailed it. He said 79 to 81. I think that's right in the range. The Orioles one is tricky because it's so low, but the rest of that division, I know the Yankees didn't really do anything during the offseason, but we all know they're still better than the Orioles. I mean, Toronto's good, Tampa's good, Boston's good. 62 and a half, though. Do they get to 100 losses? I mean, that's what you're betting on. Yeah, that's it. I'd assume yes, but I mean, damn, man, that's good. That, that's going to be a sweat. Yeah. The A's, I like the under. Whatever the hell that number is. They're completely punting the year. They're tanked. Uh, Sean Austin says, I don't think the I don't think the Orioles will be the worst, but they're still near the no, bottom. No, they won't. No. Pitt, Pittsburgh will always be in the running. Oakland really might be the worst, especially if they end up getting rid of Manaya and Montes, which they should consider doing. They got rid of everybody else. They got nobody on that team. Who moved left field out 30 feet, MZ? Oakland? No, uh, surely not. No, no, Baltimore. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Complete that's right. nonsense. If you're going to pay for twenty dollars a ticket, you might as well get free souvenirs. Give that fan a contract. That's before your time. Tim Rolls says he's. I'm, a still, I'm annoyed that they moved the fence back. Camden Yards. The appeal was that it was basically just. Yeah. A, I mean, it was just basically a, a sandlot park. You just got to hit a bunch of home runs. Agreed. Uh, Tim says he actually liked the Mets. I feel. I feel better about that too. So. I mean, the Mets should be good this year. Yep. I'm still not sold on Showalter as a manager, but they got a hell of a roster. Yep, agreed. Uh, do, 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 do. All right. Anything else? I've got to uh, arrange some things here. So, uh... Uh, Not really. That's pretty much it. I mentioned Orlando, maybe an under there. I like the under in the Nuggets game. That line seems a bit too high to me. The Knicks one's interesting because the Hawks have been so bad recently, but the Knicks have no Julius Randle. The Hawks are 0-3 against the Knicks this season. It would be a pretty good spot for them to try to bounce back against a shorthanded Knicks team. So maybe the Hawks, maybe take a Trey Young points prop over and just hope that they boo him every time he touches the ball because that kind of fires him up. Yeah. But no, that's kind of my thoughts on the car. So the A's are 71 and a half. Yep. I'm under. Under there. Bad. Tim, I'm curious to see, uh, get your thoughts. Maybe they even left, their manager even left. <laughs> like, everyone in Oakland's gone. You know what we need to do? We need to uh, we need to have Tim on to do uh, one of the baseball days with us. That'd be yeah, a lot, that sounds good to me. That'd man. be a lot of fun. Um, Tim, uh, yeah, I'll hit you up, buddy. Um, somebody was asking about one more of the basketball games. Uh, I saw somebody asking about Northern Utah. Oh, no, they were asking. Oh, yeah. Southern Utah. The, U, yeah, the, Utah, the, Utah, the, Utah, the Utah game. The, the Thunderbirds. 
good wine, bad basketball team. Um, first of all, um, are they going to be able to score on this UTEP defense? That's really the question for me. I'm going to have some fun. Yeah, why not? Okay. Give me the Thunderbirds money one. Who gives a damn? Okay. Wow. I, I don't actually have whatever. Just the Thunderbirds can score. I think if they can shoot well enough from the outside, UTEP, I'm not sure they can score enough to potentially keep up with Southern Utah. So, yeah, why not? Give me the Thunderbirds. They have a better nickname. Okay. Well, that's that's solid. I, I don't have much of a strong opinion, but can whatever. can Ryan win with the Indianapolis Colts, Scott? Define a win. Oh. Do you mean make the playoffs? Do you mean win a game? I'm going to I'm going to guess a win the division and make a deep playoff run. Let's say a championship conference championship game. Or no, I still think Tennessee. Uh, Carter wants to know if he can win the Super Bowl with the Colts. I uh, still think that Tennessee is going to win the division. Now the Colts are still the second best team because they're against Jacksonville and Houston. So I mean, enjoy second place. They will make the playoffs if they give the ball to Taylor twenty plus times a game. And for some reason, they always slow roll it in the first month or two of the season, and then they realize, wait a second. He's potentially the best running back in the league. Let's give him the ball. And they suddenly win a bunch of games. So Matt Ryan, I think he's washed. If you watched Atlanta play the last couple of years, you'd probably agree. He's washed. Indy might win 10 games, maybe. That's kind of a ceiling, isn't it? Is he better than Wentz? At this stage in their careers, I really don't know. Because Wentz, even though he's bad, at least he's mobile. I mean, Ryan's bad, and he's a stiff. That's really not a good combo. Uh, just just to recap, Ryan was 67% completion uh, percentage last year, 39-68, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, dun-dun-dun, 40 seconds. I need to see the garbage time stats, 40. though, because a lot of those games, Atlanta was getting buried. Yeah, that's true. Well, of course, you know, I'd like to... 7.1 yards per completion, that's what I want to see. I want to see if they're throwing underneath in garbage time. Um, yeah, it's not awful. It's 40 sacks though, buddy. Indianapolis. Hey, James, get... you might be right. Maybe Derrick Henry gets hurt again. That could, that's possible, but Tennessee also won without him. Yep. I know that Vrabel and company struggle in the playoffs because Tannehill gets exposed, but in the regular season, they win games. Yep. Agreed. All right. Let's fire it up, Scott. Once again, thanks for joining us today, everybody. I think we're going to have a surprise for the farm tomorrow pretty sure i don't even know what that means but sure yeah yeah all right so there there you go as always thanks for stopping by don't forget to check out our partners over there at bet mgm doing their thing the thousand dollar risk-free bet basically it's uh you make a bet of a thousand dollars or less if you lose it they make it good if you win you win your bet congratulations you probably didn't take an nba pick from us uh and uh, of course they're still doing the nba bet ten dollars on any game anybody makes a three-pointer $200 $200 in your account. So without further ado, let's do it to it, everybody. Now, it did not go well yesterday. We gave one back, had to pay uh, had to pay one of those pieces out there from the back 40 for taxes, but uh, we're, we're, uh, we're ready to get it back here today. All right, guys, it's Tuesday. Put on your lucky overalls. Put that straw hat on your head. Uh, climb aboard your John Deere. Pull out your keys with the lucky rabbit's foot. Give that little motherfucker a little bit of a rub there. Because once again, it's time to unleash the cash cow and bet the farm.
All right. Well, we're going to try to get the winning streak started once again. And we are going to play a lot of a game that a lot of you guys were asking about. David Good, I know you thought I was ignoring you, and I was, but there's a reason because we're going to play the St. Bonaventure Virginia Cavaliers under. We've got it at 123.5. I know there were some better numbers out there. Congratulations if you got one, but just uh, in case you're wondering why, if you've been uh, under a rock or not watching our show, here's the deal. Virginia, 357th in offensive tempo. The only team slower. Scott, what is it? North Texas. North Texas, that's right. Uh, St. Bonaventure doesn't exactly uh, run down the court either. They are 252nd in tempo. Virginia, 67th in defensive efficiency. The Bonnies, not too shabby. They are 91st in their own right. Of course, the under is 16-7 and seven in St. Bonaventure's last 23 games, and the under is 4-1. and one. In Virginia's last five at home. Charlottesville, very tough place to play. We'll find out how it goes on the side, but we definitely like the under 123 and a half in this one. Thoughts? Yeah, as long as there's no overtime, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. No more no more overtime. We'd be most happy with that. So This seems like a game, of course, based on the total itself, but first to 60 wins, are we sure a team gets to 60? Nope. I don't even know. Nope, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So we appreciate it. That's it for Tuesday. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Don't forget to uh, check out our show notes and everything for our contest that we're doing this weekend. Get the Sweet 16 betting guide, all that stuff, absolutely free. The links are in the description. Check it oh, out. I know, this, I know the surprise for the farm. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Okay, okay, I figured it out. Okay. Oh, very cool. good. All right. That'll be tomorrow. You guys definitely want to tune in. You're going to be, I don't know if you're going to be disappointed or not when we show you the surprise, but we're going to be impressed by the budget. Absolutely. So you guys have a great day. Thanks for joining us. As always, good luck on all your plays tonight, no matter what league they're in, NBA, NHL, NCAA basketball, across the pond playing soccer. Shit, I don't care. Just go win some money. Come back tomorrow and tell us about it. All right. You guys have a great day. Thanks for watching. Don't forget we do it every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Scott and I do our best to guide you in that never-ending journey to head back to the window.